Welcome to What are you bringing to the table? This is your girl Sylvia, she, her, and hers. What up? It's Tori, she, her, and hers. Ah. That's exactly what we can do. Breathe, exhale. Exhale. We've been waiting to exhale for four years. Oh my God. It was, it was, and I'm not lying. Like I, the tension that has been living in my body for the last four years and i mean i said this yesterday on my facebook post i know it doesn't fix everything everything's not perfect but there is a sense of relief that it is now president biden and vice president harris right right like even today like even today i'm watching um the fucking Press briefing, press briefing with Dr. Fauci. Even yeah. Dr. Fauci looked like he had a little pep in his step. Oh, just a little right. pep yeah. in his step and just a little bit of like, mm, I'm loving it. And he even said like, it, it feels liberating to be able to to talk about the science. Yeah. Uh, he he talked about how um let the science speak for itself. Right. That that he could he could speak and not worry about you know repercussions and one of the one of the uh reporters asked him you know you know just a few minutes ago you you were joking about you know that and he's like he looks at the camera and he goes dead at the dude he's like i wasn't joking that's how it was yeah. yeah but now like even he said before the press conference 15 minutes before the press conference he had just had a meeting with biden who talked about he wanted to know the science behind it he wanted to know you know what like like oh I God. was just watching this and then and Fauci then he goes somebody asked him some fucking question about Amazon getting involved with distribution and you know because of the previous you know from the previous administration and da 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 and Fauci's like I don't I don't know anything about that I can't answer that question I I I can't speak to that and then says that's the one good thing about this administration is that when you don't know something you don't guess you just tell people you don't know <laughs> I was like, what? Big mic drop. Throwing shade, but also just telling it's the truth. True. Just telling the truth. That's just right. telling the truth that he looks forward to the ramping up of the plan because they're going to listen to the scientists and they're going to talk to the people that know. And that's what they're going to do. That That's what this administration is going to do. Yeah, like, and I like the fact that Joe was like, hey, masks in federal buildings. Oh, yeah, but so then some little douchebag. No. So I don't know from what fucking, you know, who was probably, probably from, from the OAN, OAN News. press passes. He fucking asks, um, well, you know, since Biden um, did the executive order about uh, masks all times at all federal property, why was he not wearing one last night during some of the ceremonies? 
Oh, jeez. This is when I'd say pass. You know, we aren't we aren't working on the past. Like, I, I mean, I'm just like, oh, really, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Like, like that's that what you're one, gonna go uh, for. You're gonna go for that. That there was that one mayor where that dude kept asking about the sports. Was it a? Ma- I think she was a mayor, and she said, "As I said, we are in level one." Uh, le- do you remember seeing that? TikTok? No. We are at level one. You know what level one means. You know that we ain't going to be doing basketball when we in level one. Uh, yeah, but uh, ma'am, what about uh, basketball? As I said, <laughs> we were at level one. I mean, she just, and it was just like, dude, why do you keep asking the same questions? They just answered it. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to hear her say, no, we're not going to do any basketball. And she's just like, we're level one. Right. You know what that means. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice watching uh, uh, Fauci talk. It was um, nice watching a press conference where nobody was insulted. Um, The lady seemed to have, I mean, she talked about, you know, transparency that, again, kind of just this whole thing of like, we're not going to say shit that, you know, and granted, I know spin, I know political spin, and that's what, you know, everybody's going to come back with. Well, Tori, there's always political spin. Yes, I know that. Yeah. But what had occurred for the last four years at press conferences was was bananas. was bananas. Yeah. You know, like, you got Trump out there saying shit about the fucking uh, shooting UV into the system. You know, like we think Four back, X. we think back, you know, and so and actually Fauci uh, um, mentioned the hydrochloroquine stuff like, yeah, I saw, you yeah. know, that um, the science is not behind. Yeah, it. That, that, that you're not going to have people out here saying stuff that that's not going to be helpful, you know, right. um, which was one of the differences. Um, yeah, yeah. So I- exhale, exhale. And, and the other thing is we don't have to. There's nobody saying, did you see what Trump tweeted? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's not this constant, like, oh, oh, you know, he's now repealed this policy and taken this rights away from these people. And, you know, transgender people can't serve in the military anymore just in a tweet. Like, what a loser. Right. Yeah. We're all going down to hell. Terrible, terrible. You know, like. uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, it just it just. I think I think there is something to that that caused a level of anxiety in our bodies for this oh, yeah. long that now it's like I feel this I don't know there's a weird ugh emotional drain uh, yeah it's a draining it's draining yeah it's and then it's almost like you know how are we going to get rid of the freaking pimple of these you know these white supremacists right that- continue and i'm like and maybe it you know because you know i keep hearing you know people talk about it and they're just like you know they these people you know there's a lot of uh white supremacists infiltrated i'm like they didn't infiltrate first of all they didn't infiltrate they've already been right in yes. the military and the were police already forces. in the police in they the boardrooms in, in all these the school districts that, exactly, in, in all, all of it that we could yes. not get into yeah. until affirmative action 
civil rights yeah. until we forced ourselves into these systems. And right. that's how we have the systemic racism. Right. So these folks have always been yes. there. You yes. gave the job to their grandpas or grandpappies. Yep. They handed those jobs down to their kids yep. and rolled it on down to their kids. That's yep. why we have big, you know, these rich folks up in Congress, you know, they're white. Their daddy was a congressman. Now they're a congress, mm-hmm. and they've done shit. That the legacy, know? the legacy bullshit. Exactly, yeah. and they run off of that legacy when they've done nothing, no service. I'm hoping that people, American people, can be like, we need to, we need to see you, Ivanka Trump, Trump, get down there, serve homeless people. Let's see you work in grassroots organizations and mm-hmm. get to know what the hell you talk about, rather than you being elitist, acting like you know what people are suffering or mm-hmm. what women need. You got freaking nannies. What do you know what I need when it comes to raising my kids and working? You know, yeah. you know, zip. Exactly. But, you know, all these people with their, ooh, we love Trump. We want them to run again. Do, do, do. I'm like, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> which is why, um, which is why, too, like, I, I think that there's this piece of, um, that's, that's bothered, that's bo- bothersome about, you know, the Biden win and the Biden presidency is this, what feels such a you know this yes we want unity yes we want you know we want peace we don't want you know people dying in the streets and and everything but there's a lack of continued discussion uh, in regard to accountability you know oh um yeah and that and 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 without the accountability that's how the systemic racism continues and i want to again i want to have hope with biden you know Again, there was some executive orders that he signed that spoke mm-hmm. to equ- issues of equality or equity. Immigration and was immigration. Top the um, the thing about um, gender. Um, yep. Tra- the and even the you know the White the House um, the White House uh, web page now has been updated. So if you're submitting, you can put your pronouns. You know, so that I mean, so like that. The, yes, Having keep going. To keep going. The things that were already right. yeah. there. Right. And 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 that's what that's what I'm that then that is the fear is that people will see that as see that's progress. No, motherfuckers, we're putting back stuff that was already there. That Trump tore apart. Right. Right. Like that was the progress we had made, and now we got to go backwards and and redo it. We don't want to just stop it there. Right. Yeah. Like we yeah. don't. And and I feel like there's this rush to, oh, we just got to heal and we got to be united and we can't be, you know. Yeah. Like. Well, and then the other thing that. uh, Don't be angry, too angry about not having rights. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Like you can be angry, but don't do it in a way that makes me uncomfortable. And can't we just heal? Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems uh, of like. Of course. Can't I just, I can beat the shit out of you. Yeah, the comfort. That right to comfort. To me, then it's like, oh, peace, forgiveness. Yeah. Peace. Uh, oh. Start a fresh uh, olive branch. I'm, you know, we you know. we make amends. We apologize. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't beat you that much. Right. So there's a level of action that I, and I think many, many others are going to be like, 
all right, let's see it, right? That to me is like why we're not just like, oh, Joe, great, we're done. No, it. I mean, it. so much as like AOC skipped the inauguration and went to a uh, uh, strike, a union, a strike out of workers. Oh, well, good for her. Yeah, I mean, so I, like. That's the kind of, that's, that's the kind of people that we need. That's the kind of action right. that needs to happen on more than just the level of AOC, right? Yeah, we need more of those yeah so but i will be you know there is a level of like worry that was there that isn't there um but you know hey with anxiety i'll just find something else to worry about so it's good, <laughs> it's good. um no there'll be more because the you know it's all and I, I i'm not even gonna get into the whole impeachment thing because i i'm tired of hearing these freaking republicans with their what's the point you right. know it's like you've dumped you know if we do the impeachment got, trial we won't do anything else which means biden won't have his cabinet and it's like no actually you can do both at the same time and and you they all forgot about that officer that was killed saving their asses right exactly you know yeah he was killed saving ural's rear mm -hmm. end yeah and what justice does he get yeah but no, you know? no, we want and, and unity. And all those other people, because they were talking like, of all those people, four out of five of them were just regular folk. The other ones were veteran military. Yeah, actually, there was a um, there was an article. Actually, it's one of my articles. I guess we could just do it. Oh, okay. Let's um, go. All right. So this is from NPR. <clears throat> Nearly one in five defendants in the Capitol riot cases served in the military. So, again, we're talking about, like, they didn't just infiltrate. They've been yeah. in there. They've been in there. Um, so, as the mob descended on the U.S. Capitol January 6th, lawmakers and aides hid wherever they could, waiting for the military and the police to arrive. But many of those who stormed the Capitol were military veterans themselves, who had once sworn to protect the Constitution. In fact, NPR analysis has found that nearly one in five people charged over their alleged involvement in the attack in the U.S. Capitol appeared to have military history. NPR compiled a list of individuals facing federal and federal or District of Columbia charges in connection with January 6th events. Of more than 140 charged so far, a review of the military records, social media accounts, court documents, and news reports indicate that at least 27 of those charged, or nearly 20%, have served or currently serving in the U.S. military. To put the number in perspective, only about 7% of all American adults are military veterans, according to the U.S. Census. So there was a over-representation of military. military people involved in this. Several veterans were charged with violently violent entry and disorderly conduct at the Capitol grounds. One of them was Larry Randall Brock Jr. The Air Force veteran was photographed in a military-style helmet and tactical vest carrying, a fle carrying flex cuffs inside the Capitol. He posted on Facebook that he was preparing for a second civil war, according to documents filed in federal court. In the weeks after Biden's victory, Brock posted, We are now under occupation by a hostile government governing force i see no distinction between a group of americans seizing power and governing with the complete disregard to the constitution and invading force of china communists accomplishing the same objective brock wrote there is no credible evidence um, of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election 
He ended his post with a reference to the oath taken by members of the military against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Some veterans who alleged allegedly stormed the Capitol were are st- still serving in some capacity. Jacob Fracker, 29, was an infantry rifleman for the Marine Corps and deployed to Afghanistan twice, according to the Pentagon. He now serves in the Virginia National Guard, according to widespread news reports, though he has not was not among the service members deployed to Washington ahead of the inauguration. He is also a police officer in Rocky Mountain. Rocky Mount, Virginia, with him at the Capitol on January 6th, was his colleague from Rocky Mount Police Department, Thomas Robertson, 47, who is an Army veteran, also facing charges. Federal prosecutors have also alleged that multiple members of the right-wing extremist group of the Oath Keepers took part in the incursion at the Capitol. The group has been known to target and recruit active-duty members of the military and veterans, in part of their special for their specialized skills among those charged in the relation in relation to the storm in the capital are Thomas Edward Codwell a navy veteran alleged leader of the oath keepers Donovan Ray Crowell a marine corps veteran they have been charged with conspiracy to obstruct the electoral college vote among other crimes um so yeah it just goes on to talk about you know, all the connections with different, um, super, uh, extremist groups, um, also talks a little bit about, um, uh, you know, people like, uh, Timothy McVeigh that carried mm-hmm. out the, um, uh, bombings, um, and that, yeah, that, uh, um, that they're in the military that they're in the military and, and, that, they're, right. that they're police officers. And so, yeah, that's this thing about, like, I was seeing about how, um, you know, there's this like trope of, oh, it's just a bunch of dudes who lived in the basement with their mom and, you know, drink too much Mountain Dew and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. no, you you just don't want to believe that it's your neighbor, that it's your realtor, that it's your doctor, that it's your dad, um, dad it's that it's your principal, that it's your teachers, you know, um, you don't want to believe you want it to be some other thing over there right because you just can't like handle the fact that fucking people are still white supremacists yeah um yeah and and to me it's like um you know because they want to say no it's about us protecting the constitution we're fighting for you blue blue yeah. blue and i'm <laughs> like no you're not fighting for me because if you were fighting for me you'd be right out there with black lives mm-hmm. matter you know You'd be right there. Exactly. Because as they pointed out, you saw a black man being murdered by a police officer, didn't have a gun, right. wasn't doing anything that was outrageous, and he was murdered in front of your face. Yep. And you thought nothing about the Constitution yep. at that time. Right. Exactly. Thought nothing. Yeah. And then you have Breonna Taylor and her uh, uh, fiance who had a concealed weapons, mm-hmm. you know, permit, had the right to carry a gun, mm-hmm. have police come into the home, b- kill her, mm-hmm. um, and yet you weren't there defending gun rights. Yeah. You were okay with them arresting him and charging him and nothing about the Constitution and his ability to carry a gun. Right. And then Philando Castro, same thing. 
Right. I mean, we could go, yeah, we could go on and on and on. His rights. On and on and on. No, not nothing about the rights of the children that were ripped right right from their parents at the border, who they can't find their parents anymore because they lost um, where where people went. Um, And where the nothing about those rights. Uh, Yeah, nothing about women's right to choose. You know, to be in charge of their own body. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's not like we didn't know that they were there. And that's what I guess that's what fucking annoys me, right? Like, yeah, no shit. We've been telling you this. We've been telling you right. this. We've been telling you that the pe- the dude that works next to me is racist. Yeah. You know, we've been telling you like of these experiences and But it was all in our heads. Right. Yeah, it's being too sensitive and yeah. you know, um Yep. What do we got to be politically correct? Right, exactly. Nobody's asking you to be politically yeah. correct. Just be respectful, yeah. period. Exactly. It's not being respectful is not being politically correct. Right. It just means if I don't go out there and disrespect you, don't come disrespect me because right. of who I love, what mm-hmm. I look like, who I'm sleeping with, whether I'm sleeping with multiple people, mm-hmm. whether I decide to get an abortion mm-hmm. or not, for whatever mm-hmm. reasons. I, it are my own business mm-hmm. between me and my doctor. You have no business. What in that. my biological gender is. What what yeah. you know. What business is it? Um. Yeah, it's it's bananas. So, I don't know. And to me, that's the thing about like uh you know going going back to the Biden thing is that again he's restoring shit that was taken away first right. off, and that um. I don't think we need a commission to prove there's systemic racism, right? No. And that's my fear with with anything like it's like, well, let's let's create a committee. We study the hell and out of it. let's uh do a longitudinal study of um the experience mm-hmm. of the BIPOC worker in the workplace and yeah. measure it and it's like why do you why why? Why? Yeah. Why? You know, why waste the money? And so, yeah, I, I don't Ugh. know. Ugh. That's yeah. why we got to stay on it. That's why we got to stay on it. That's why even on, like, it's like, do you, do you think we were going to stop talking about this shit? If you thought we were going to stop talking about this shit after the election, you might be listening to the wrong podcast because we're yeah. going to be talking about this shit. Yeah. Like, we're going to be talking I, about the, this shit. The thing that we won't be talking about is the crazy tweets that Uncle Trump... <laughs> You know, no, he's no uncle of mine. No, but I'm saying because you know she's that one interview where she was just like, "You're tweeting like the uncle, like like the crazy uncle." uncle. (laughs) I mean, we don't have to deal with them. That's true. That's true. Right. We're dealing with people that can actually carry. We can focus. Have a good conversation. Deal in science. Deal in data. Deal in research, and be able to have a cognizant debate with you. Yeah, no, I, I, that is true. That is true. And that's the refreshing part. That is true. Very refreshing. And I I can't wait to see what it is that we would be debating about and being able to move forward. Yeah, that is true. There is, there is a benefit to that. Um, do you have a story? Uh, I got stories, girlfriend. Let me, (laughs) um, okay. This came from. ABC News came out January 12th. Couple indicted for allegedly faking COVID infection 
to delay husband's trial. They are, they are charged with felony counts of forgery. (laughs) A New York city couple was indicted Monday for allegedly faking the coronavirus infection in order to delay the husband's drug trial. Devon Lewis and Blair McDermott are charged with felony counts of forgery and offering a false statement for filing along with several misdemeanors. The couple forged multiple positive test results for (laughs) COVID-19 to delay Lewis's trial on sale and possession of cocaine and heroin. Suffolk County District Attorney Timothy Sini said, it is reprehensible that someone would claim to have taken this deadly virus, which has taken so much from so many people to try to avoid the consequences of their own criminal actions. Well, hello, they are criminals. (laughs) The day before closing arguments, Lewis provided the court with a photograph of a document that purportedly to show McDermott had tested positive, the indictment said. The trial was suspended. Huh. Uh, on October 1st, Lewis told the judge he and McDermott were quarantining in their Manhattan apartment. A week later, Lewis showed another photograph that purportedly to show McDermott had tested positive a second time. The trial finally resumed in November when Lewis was convicted. The district attorney's office said McDermott altered the documents submitted to the court. She tested positive when she said she tested or she tested negative when she said she tested positive. She also altered the date of her initial test. (laughs) When investigators analyzed Lewis's cell phone, it showed he and McDermott had traveled to hotels and casinos in three states when they were supposedly quarantining. (laughs) Lewis pleaded not guilty and was remanded without bail. McDermott also pleaded not guilty and was released on her own recognizance. Living it up. Right. Completely selfish, senseless attempt to subvert our criminal justice system and delay the inevitable. And there's no escaping justice in Suffolk County. You will get (laughs) caught and you will be prosecuted. I mean, can you blame them, though? I mean, they knew eventually. I want to know, how did they even get tipped off? Well, so someone, something happened. Someone said something or um, it probably slipped that they were in where Atlantic City or wherever they were going. There was a, there was, someone posted something on the fucking Instagram. Living it up at AC. Yeah. You know. Or, or the forgery looked like that one um, masterpiece of that church that, that they commissioned that little churchgoer lady to do. You know, to what? read the face of Christ. No, I didn't hear wall. about it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then when she finished, because she said she was an artist, and when she finished, it looked like a baboon. <laughs> like, not even, like, not even like, a, like an animal, just, you know, the outlining of a baboon. She ruined that priceless oh. artwork. And oh. so I'm thinking maybe that's what, you know, this lady did. Turned into a forgery you know, that looked so bad. That looked so bad. I think, yeah. I think, no, I think it was, I think somebody posted on social media and somebody saw it. Uh, that too, I would probably. Because that's, you know, that shit will get you all the time. Like, all the time. You know, people can't stand, when they you, can't they stand can't, that posting. They can't handle it. Like, ah, people got to know what I'm doing. It's like, no, yeah. sometimes 
everything's not meant for social media. Yeah. Like, and now you going to prison. You yeah. going, you about to lose your job. <laughs> job. <laughs> you didn't have one to begin with. You were about, to... but it also makes me wonder. Like they, they seem to be like maybe they're in a higher tax bracket. Manhattan. Too. That's what I'm saying. The, yeah, in their Manhattan, a, Manhattan apartment. apartment. Couple yeah, casinos. So that's a couple. I mean, of, we're, we're uh, that's a couple. That's some entitled folk that are like. We, you know, they, that's what I'm saying is that that's why I feel like it was some social media thing because those are the kind of people that could afford a good for, forgery. Yeah. And obviously, not good enough. Yeah. Well, they probably, what enough. all they did was if they got, like, if there was suspicion that they weren't, you know, that there's like, let's, if they've got COVID, what are they doing in Atlantic City? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, let's check their, yeah. let's check these let's records. Check their records. Yeah. And, but what's interesting though is that, that what's interesting though is that they had to have gotten some sort of fucking warrant because that shit's HIPAA. Mm. You know, if you think about do it, right? Think, but do you think they can do it? Obviously, as they're investigating, you know, as part of their investigation for this other stuff, because you're on conditional release. Well, yeah, but you, you can't look at someone's medical records. Um, without, oh, I think they had to submit proof, you know, that I think, think that's so? what it was. They submitted proof that they had COVID, that they oh. were positive. You just, I don't oh, think so they the... just called and said, Hey, I got COVID. Okay. I think you would have to submit that you tested positive. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause that's kind of like what I got from that. But... Anyway, it does sound yeah. like they, they were people of means that could get, that really could do some shit until finally they got caught and now they're going to jail for it. Now they're going to but you know, it'll probably be like they'll cut, they'll cut some deal. They'll they'll get some deal. They'll get some deal, dude. Do uh, what is that? Fucking uh, you know, the moms from the the scandal, the college scandal. Oh yeah, probably fourteen days in jail. Becky, you know, yeah, yeah, three days. Yeah, what was it? Three days. Yeah, I think uh, what's her name got fourteen, didn't she? She took. She got more time. She got the most time. And then they were talking about they kind of coordinated when you go in plus time. Yeah. Really, it turned out to be like seven days. Exactly. Exactly. Or I think I think it was really fourteen days, but it was turned into you know they because of the numbers. I think it was a little bit longer, but she only really served. Well, and these fools will probably get jail time, but then they'll be like, well, because of COVID, we're going to release you because we want to keep the numbers low, you know, like, right. you want to save the space for people. For you, we're not worried about you killing anybody. Yeah, you'll probably right. steal some more money, but, you no. know. You'll start, You'll still be doing the drug deals. Right? But... Yeah, you'll still be doing drugs, but, you yeah. know, you won't be killing anybody. Yeah, we won't Hopefully. have to see it on the news that you shot somebody. Yeah. Although, drug deals going sour. That's you true. Know? That's Who true. Knows? Yeah. No, yeah, how much? I wonder story. how much drugs they, um, you know, how it much. It had to have been a lot. It had to be like some sort of trafficking thing. I you think know, so. Shipment or something. Anyway, oh well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, Shoot, well, I mean, I had what another story. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I had it's, another one. This is a, I mean, this is a ridiculous story. It's like. Like old school, it's an old school uh, um, story, you know? Like one that I would have heard of? No, no, one that you, oh, I did have a, what's update though, I think. 
Hmm, I'll have to look at them. Uh, no, this is this is a story that way back in the day we would do because we didn't have to worry about other shit. So, um, Ooh, a funny one. This is from Huffington Post. Um, FYI, graham crackers were invented to curb your sexual desires. They came really? into existence by the hands of an evangelical minister. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, if, if you thought what graham crackers... Huh? You eating the crumbs in the bed? That's like <laughs> that's like sand. Uh, maybe. Uh, so if you <laughs> if you thought graham crackers were invented to sandwich melted chocolate and toasted marshmallows together, think again. This sweet per- perforated cracker came into existence by the hands of evangelical minister Sylvester Graham, with the goal of controlling your sexual desires. Imagine that. Graham crackers is a form of birth control. Graham's aim was not to bring the world's campfire treat, but to rid of us of our carnal urges and general evils. A lofty aim for a man and a small cookie. Uh, But the graham cracker we know today would not get Graham's blessing. Let us explain. In the 1800s, there... 1800s were the beginning of the industrial industrialization of food and the bread in particular was affected by this bread moved away moved away from being baked in at home with wholesome ingredients and became a mass produced nutrient devoid loaves that are common today to Sylvester Graham this was a major problem as a remedy Graham marked whole wheat flour which came to be known as the Graham flour and encouraged people to bake their own bread, including including his original graham cracker recipe, known at the time as graham bread. It was bland health nut loaf, the kind of dense brown bread we imagined that would make most lustful teenager renounce sex altogether yeah. just to escape another slice. <laughs> the sugar and the bleach and the flour version we love today is actually a handiwork of Nabisco. Graham also was also called for a vegetarian diet and a good sleep to s- regimen to set you on the path of God and tame your carnal desires. He believed the lust would cause disease such as pulmonary cons- consumption, spinal diseases, epilepsy, and insanity. Oh my God. While, while many Not regarded. Unless he was having an orgasm and we're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that's insanity. <laughs> um, while. While many regarded Graham as a nut and possibly an American pioneer in fad diets, he did uh, he did amiss a follow, a massive following, and and we have those people to thank for the s'mores we love today because while his belief faded away, the cracker just got better. So there you go, the Ugh. Graham cracker, which was really a loaf, was meant to encourage i, I don't know how I don't know how, how that how, how yeah what? it didn't Did really it didn't really say it? like why graham's crackers was a form that's why i said not if you're eating it in the bed i mean is yeah. it because but it was a it was a it was a loaf then um i wonder why he thought that they would because it doesn't really say he, why the bread moved away cookie. from being as he Grand had Marks his of, own sexual repressive whatevers, and you know he was probably the worst person to, you know, he probably eaten tons and tons of his bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's weird though because the article doesn't really say what he thought or why he thought 
it would, or the ingredients, like why he thought putting these ingredients would together keep would keep you from, you know, wanting to have sex. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't explain. It just mm. that's a it's a weird and article. What, well, and here we go. Uh, what man back then was baking? <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> of course not. So he had to stay busy doing uh, something. Uh, I don't know. His, his carnal knowledge of, you know, perhaps the same sex was strong. The yeah. force is strong <laughs> in this Padawan. <laughs> Well, it wasn't it wasn't quite as much information as I thought we would find out about it. But yeah. who knows if it's true. Well, that's the one of those things too is like and who in knows the that's line true. Of, yeah, in the yeah. line of that. All right. I got one. Okay. Hell to pay. Arson shakes a church of Satan community. Ooh. January 16th this year. Oh. In uh, Poughkeepsie, New York, members of the Church of Satan are grieving the destruction of a historic Halloween house north of New York City that authorities say was set ablaze this week by an unidentified arsonist. The historic home, built in 1900, served as an Adams Family-style hub for local adherents of the religion. The Poughkeepsie Journal, the Poughkeepsie, Pew, the Poughkeepsie <laughs> Journal reports one member of the church likened the arson to a terrorist attack. Everybody's in shock, and everyone in the neighborhood is worried. The member, who goes by the name of Isis Vermouth, told the newspaper, "Whoever did this is going to be hexed by all of us." Whoa! Now there's going to be hell to pay. Vermouth added. Surveillance footage shows a man walking up to the house after 5 a.m. Thursday with two gas cans, splashing liquid on the front porch and igniting it. People said two people escaped the house unharmed. The home of South Clinton Street was decorated with devil sculptures, a hearse long sat in its driveway, and a sign over the garage read, Devil's Garage. The exotic house served as a gathering place to celebrate Halloween and showcase the beliefs of, of its longtime former owner, Joe Nitherworld Mendio, a Church of Satan member who died last year. It was extraordinarily different, City, Council, City Councilman Chris Pethesis said. It wasn't your normal home. It's unlikely the home will be restored because of the extensive fire damage, said Peter Gilman, high priest of the Church of Satan who lives down the block in what members refer to as Poughkeepsie's witchcraft district. The religion <laughs> is based not on devil worship, but on atheist philosophies of individualism, liberty, and self-fulfillment, Gilmore said. Well, not only are well, they bombing... I think, know, I think this is a hate crime. Uh, why not? I mean... Just it's because a, you don't agree with their religion doesn't mean you get to fucking burn their house down. Right. You know, and they have, it is a religion. I mean, if yeah, it's, abs it's absolutely a religion. Lock up Miscavige. Or yeah. Shelley, you know, it's absolutely. There was an inter Actually, there was an interesting documentary on, I don't know, maybe it was Hulu. Hulu, one of those, who knows on a streaming service. <laughs> and it was yeah. about the church of Satan it's kind of interesting. I mean, we've talked about them before. We talked about yeah. their their of them doing something about their uh, commandments. Abortion, yeah, that, that's one of their things. Is that they they, they 
they file lawsuits in states that are trying to keep abortion rights from for from yeah, women and to say, hey, they they believe that we women can. are a hundred percent the the deciders to. of their bodies and no one should get away with it you know any kind of yeah. yeah so I mean it was really interesting it's it's an interesting um yeah it's 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 not what people think it is no. And yeah, um, they ain't killing kids. Yeah, it's not sacrificing no. babies. I it's mean, not every religion has their fringes, you know. So let's yeah. just every religion look at where well, we're yeah, at. Well, right yeah, I mean, now. everybody you know, has their extremes. Indigenous religions had ceremonial stuff, like yeah. you know, it would be kooky. Um, so every 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 following has something that can be, you know, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a hate crime. I'm calling. Yeah. I'm calling hate crime. Yeah, I think you would be correct, but I don't think that they're looking at it in that way. You know what I'm saying? Right, because they're Satanists, right? Right. Because right. there is a bias against that religion. There's a bias against most things that aren't Christian, right? Like, You're right. if it was Muslim, if you know, you know, if it was, yeah. So, uh-huh. um, hmm. Well. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll uh, the church will get 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 in there and help advocate for them because that's something that they would do. They should because you it's important. It should it's it should Visibility. be important to any religious group. Visibility, to yeah, ensure, yeah, to yeah. ensure that whoever this dude is that mm-hmm. burned it down. Yeah, I mean it's arson. Like people live there. Like that that could have caused deaths. You know, like yep. Ugh, God, crazy. Um, I did have a uh, what's update I forgot about. Oh, okay. What is it? Um, it, It's in regard to, I don't know if we did the story about Washington or if we did the story. Because I remember we did the story about the, but I think it was like in the Netherlands, about composting bodies after Oh, yeah, you die. yeah, yeah. It was Washington, I think. Yeah, okay. So um, human compost, composting is they now legal. They put you in the pod. Yeah. So, um this uh this it's now um so this is from da, 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 what is it coin oh for coin six so human composting now legal begins in washington three facilities are currently licensed to perform natural organic reduction um walt patrick ro- slowly rolls a giant wooden spool shaped cradle back and forth Inside, a human body is gradually being turned into compost, one of the first licensed natural organic reductions to be performed in the entire country. This is simply another option at a time when people feel they have no options. You know death is has intervened and changed the life forever. How can you do something that at least make that make the way make it the way you want? Patrick, a senior, um, steward at the Herland Forest, a natural burial crema- cemetery and nonprofit research center located in the Columbia River Gorge of Klickitat County. Natural organic reduction. That's, in our that's neck like of the just woods. that. That's like up the river. Yeah. Um, that's like if I were to pass away, like it's you could just a stone just right there, right there. In one of those capsules. Yep. Um, in 2019, Glade Inslee signed legislation making Washington the first state to approve composting as an alternative to burying and cremating human remains. Advocates say composting is greener alternative to cremation because it uses less energy. It's also the only legal way Washingtonians to be laid to rest on their own property, albeit in the form of mulch. Really? Hmm. 
Uh, well, you ain't gonna tell me you can't dump my family can't dump my ashes in their backyard. Fuck you, you ain't gonna tell me to do that. Um, the law took effect in 2020. Um, there are three facilities in Washington uh, licensed to perform natural organic reduction. Erland Forest and Seattle-based Recompost both received their first bodies in December. Wow, that was quick. Yeah, well, we did the story, I think it was last year, early yeah, last year. Yeah, it was sometime when it was passed, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. they only had one. Because right. I remember we were like, oh, I wonder how to transport ourselves. Yeah, there. it was the one in Seattle. Yeah, the one in and Seattle. And they were on hold right now, yeah. so they were full at yeah. that time. Um, the body is placed in the Nor Cradle along with 200 gallons of wood chips, facilitators... Add a mix of bacteria, protozoa, and fungi to comp- to speed up the reduction process. Oxygen is, oxygen is repeatedly added to the cradle to keep it at 145 to 155 degree range. Patrick also has solar pan- panels hooked up to add extra heat when needed. The cradle is periodically tumbled to help disperse oxygen through the chamber. Humans tend to have a lot of unnatural materials in their body, though, like dental fillings, screws and pacemakers that all has to be filtered out after the bulk decomposition is done patrick said they also crumble up the bones to release the phosphorus after that patrick said they they'll have four five gallon drums full of unstable compost the family can take all of it or donate a portion to erland forest where it will be used to help grow new trees in the cemetery erland forest Herland Forest doesn't have any more investments lined up just yet, but Patrick isn't worried. His goal is just to give people another option. We're in the cemetery business, so the customers are deciding what it is they want. That's why we just built the one unit, because we didn't know what kind of interest people would have in it, and we didn't want to commit a huge amount of resource to a path that may or may not be well accepted. Um yeah. Are so, they obviously it has if they built two more? Yeah, the spokesperson at Recombos told that they've started processing eight bodies so far and have 420 pre-compost members who have paid in advance for their future death. Wow. Puts a whole nother spin on that. I'll tumble for you. <laughs> I'll tumble for you. <laughs> hey, I'm like sign me up on that. I'm down. I mean, I'm down. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, why not? Charring people, you know, carbon gases and all that other stuff. Yeah. This seems the most natural. I don't want to be filled up with formaldehyde. Yeah. You know, no, you don't need to see me in a casket. You don't need to. That's no. Uh, Just throw me in that capsule, roll me around, and let nature take its course. You know what it didn't say, though, is like, um, approximately how long does it, the process take? I think they said like 30 days. It was something fast. Really? I remember going bones and everything. It was something fast. Wow. Cause I kept asking the question. You know what? Like, that makes bones? sense though. That makes sense because in the right conditions, because I think about true crime shit, right? Like, um, yeah. like there'll be cases where someone went missing 30 days to days ago and all they found were like, bits of bone and stuff like that the, de- the decomposition was so uh, Fast. uh yeah advanced the warmer the warmer and the weather. and i always think like damn that's like how like but i mean if you're making the optimum temperature for that yeah at 30 yeah. days it's totally i guess it would be t- possible 
Yeah. Yeah. Or something short. Like it's short gotta time. be something short because I think families would be that I think because families may that want to do something memorial with it. Um, yeah. And who the hell wants ashes? I'd rather have like compost. Something well, like- I mean, ashes are cool because you can make glass out of them. Oh. Yeah. Like uh, Kristen made a marble with uh, uh-huh. some ashes from Rocky, my cat. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks like kind of stardust in it. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you, yeah, and I mean, you can make a, a bunch of like. When did your cat die? Rocky, he died like yeah. uh, three years ago now. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to talk about him all the time. I know he's my buddy. He's my buddy. Now you have how many cats? Uh, we got Ricky and Lucy. Oh, okay. So Lucy you had is three. Lucy is old. Oh my God, she's old. Yeah, Ooh. she's uh. So get ready for another glass eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's gonna live forever, though, man. She is like still kicking it like she's, she's young. Ki- well, no, not kicking it like you're young, but she's you know she just well she lived the most of her life in the closet. <laughs> like literally in the closet not in the homosexual closet <laughs> because she was always so antisocial. she didn't want to be like she would hang out with rocky a little bit but most of the time she was in the fucking closet away from anybody away from any stress just sleeping come out eat no when, when nobody's around like very recluse right yeah. so i think i i mean my theory is the reason why she just keeps on so kicking young. Is that she? Stress. She had no. She had no stress. No stress. But now, now she's like weirdly social. She wants to like hang out and get petted and everything. And like before, she wasn't like that. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. But she's she's old and she looks old too. She's getting that. She because she's twenty. She's either twenty or twenty one. And in people years, that's like ninety six years old. Like that's an wow. old. Like she's an old cat. Yeah. Uh, that's Betty White. Yeah, she is fucking Betty White. I got Betty. Yeah, yeah she's fucking Betty White. Not as funny yeah. though. But wow. <laughs> anyway, oh. you got another story? Wow, I got stories all over the place. Well, and you know, and I got to keep giving it to Anonymous. Anonymous is sending, sending, See? sending nonstop. I think Jason so stopped listening. I think I'm gonna look through what she gave. Um, Pull something out of that hat. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, oh, here. How about the? Well, a caveman encased in ice appears on a trail in a park in the U, in the U.S. Whoa! Where was that at? The Daily Mail. Uh, oh, I think that's fake. Because clickbait. Yeah, it's not. I mean, they said return of ice age. Hikers freak out at sight of caveman encased in block of ice in on Minneapolis trail. It's a sculpture, a sculpture of a caveman encased in plastic oh. that looks like ice appeared along the trail oh. in Minneapolis park. The icy block surprised both locals and officials from the parks department. Idea is similar to the metal monoliths that were popping up around the world towards the end of last year. Icy caveman and Theodore Reith Riff park is a work of Zach Schumach, Schumach, who says he created the piece to get people off their phones and out into the outdoors. Mm. Parks Department has agreed to let the bizarre block stay until the snow melts. That's pretty funny, though. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, 
I, it's look it. Put it. Put it's, it up. Oh. Oh. It looks oh wow. Like, I yeah. mean, it looks like a uh, like somebody was it's murdered, good. and it's just pretty good. all over them. That's pretty good. That would freak you out if you didn't like. Yeah, very much freak me out, especially because there's all the snow on the ground anyway. You know, right? If it would, if there was no snow on the ground, it wouldn't probably be as freaky. I would think but... it was like a murder. Like I came up on a murder. You know, that they froze <laughs> the person you watch and they just jumped the ice there. Yeah, it's because you watched. I'd true, be freaking true, out. True like I'd be like, ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's. That's crazy. That's a. I mean, that yeah. There is this, and it's like this interesting thing of art, art being just kind of put out there without permission. I kind of like that when artists do that, when they just put their Uh, shit out. You know, like I don't know. I like that. I mean, what would you do? You're hiking. You're coming down the trail. Well, I mean, I'm. I suppose I would look at it, and I would. But would you freak out? Would you like what? I think at first, yeah. Like would I said, you think with it the was sto- a man, or would you think it was like somebody killed and just dumped there in a? Block I think of it ice? depends on which side you see. Because if you're looking from behind, it looks just like yeah. a person that had been. But if you see like the other side and you see the Neanderthal features, oh you yeah, know, that's true. Um, but I don't know. I might, you know, it, I I think it would. I think it would freak me out more with snow on the ground around it because it would seem like something just like was did something like was there a fissure that just something rose up out of the ground, you know, because of, you know, some thing or. Yeah. But if it was just sitting there and there was no snow around, it would be more like, what is that? Like suspect. Yeah. It'd be weird to see a big block of ice with no snow around with something in it. That's why I like how like that the artist did it that way of like. Having ice or yeah. snow around so, it. Like, yeah, could, to make it look like it could be real. Yeah. Ugh, crazy. Would you yeah. touch it? Would you go up there and oh, touch yeah. it? Or would you be like, 911? No, I'd go touch it. I'd be like, yeah, looking <laughs> at it. There goes your DNA right on it. If it was a murder victim, <laughs> it'd be coming after you. <laughs> Tori, we found your prince. Uh, I don't think. I mean, scene. I would tell like the police, like, "Hey, I touched it. Just so you know, I touched it." <laughs> that's exactly because that's what people. That's what people mess saying. mess up. They forget to tell, like, "Yeah, of course I touched that," or "Oh yes, yeah. of course I picked that up." You know, and then they get all caught up in it because, like, well, why were your prints on the murder uh, weapon? Uh-huh. You know, exactly. well, I did move it when I got here because I don't know. I grabbed it. Oh, now you're changing your See, story. Exactly. That's how they get you. That's why you tell them up front. Like, I touched yeah. that. I moved that, you know, uh-uh-uh. take pictures of the shit. So you have your own evidence. <laughs> That's what I do. I would be on my phone with that. I'd take pictures. I'd, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. That's cool. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. All right. You well, got one? I got one more. It's another okay. goofy, not goofy, but you know, it's not. It's just not, not fucking hard hitting. But that's okay. Yeah. Um. This uh came from the Insider dot com. Uh, police say Oregon man who stole a car with a child in the back seat came back and lectured the mom about parenting. OMG, look at this. No, is that what you had? I had it right there. <laughs> I was going to be like, if you don't have a story, I got one. No. <laughs> uh, a car thief in Beaverton, Oregon, returned a mother's child after realizing the four-year-old was in the back seat of the car and was ste- he was stealing, according to the police. The thief scolded the mother before driving off 
in the car, a police spokesman said he actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her, <laughs> said spokesman wow. Matt, Matt Henderson. Uh, the police in Oregon are looking for a man who stole a car with a child in the back seat, only to return the four-year-old to wrap around the mom. The thief took the theft took place outside a grocery store in Beaverton. On Saturday, when the mom left the car running with the child in the back seat, local authorities say the mother left the car unlocked and went in to buy a gallon of milk and some meat, according to the Oregon. And the th- the th- the thief happened to walk by and hopped in the car. Um, the New York Post reported. So this went like fucking national. <clears throat> he soon realized the four-year-old was in the back seat and pulled back into the car parking lot, returning the child to the mother, but not without scolding her, according to uh, Beaverton police. Um, he actually lectured her. Da, 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 we just said that. Uh, obviously, we're thankful he brought the little one back and had the decency to do that, Henderson said. So they're still looking yeah. for the dude. They, I mean, <laughs> come on. You leave that alone. The dude... Uh, brought your kid back that is much more i mean yeah and how many times do we see kids in cars all the time dying because they're left in vehicles and yes she may have said oh i left my kid but look at how quick it is for something nefarious to have happened yeah and but look how look how many people actually do it right like yeah you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pop into the market. You know, it's probably like a plaid pantry or something, right? We need milk. I don't want to get the kid out the car seat. Do all the shit. Why leave the damn car running? Right. Yeah. I mean, what more invitation? Oh, because he's listening. You know, like I can see, like the the the. Oh, it's just faster. He can listen to the You know, whatever. You know, Ugh. like uh but how they quick how fucking quick nowadays, boo how fucking quick how quick it is yeah. it's like boom done yeah and the dude bringing her bringing him back like that could have been that's amazing to me that's like, that to me says and sticking around to say and you know he was saying all kinds of words <laughs> right like jesus christ lady yeah <laughs> why are you, you gonna know, leave your because... damn kid in the car <laughs> right where he knew damn you put your kid in jeopardy and you know and i hate to say it a decent thief a thief with honor he could have said oh and dropped that you know kicked him out kicked him off anywhere yeah Yeah. he returned back yelled at the lady and then took off yeah that's i mean yeah it's uh can you I, i as a mom like He's probably like, I don't want to catch a kidnapping charge, too. Well, that, too. You know? I mean... He's like, I'm just trying to steal a car. I'm not trying to steal a kid. Right. And then... Oh, my gosh. Like, I... Yeah. Just the thought of coming out to you and seeing your vehicle gone, knowing that your kid is in that car. Right? Yeah. And then it pulls back up, and they give the the kid back, and they tell you, you fucking asshole for leaving your kid in the car. Yeah, which is, and I'm like, I, if that was me, I'd be like, I'd be like, th- I'd have to be thanking, thanking the dude. Yeah, you would, would you, would you be, in, you'd I just be, be in like, shock. You'd be in shock. You'd be in shock. You'd have to be in shock. Because would, at first but- you're like, you're the, you're the shock initial of like, holy shit, my car's gone and my kid's gone, right? Yeah, and guess what's going to play in my head? I'm never going to see my right. kid again. Yeah. They're like, going to find his body. Dead. You don't panic. Right. 
Because at that point, you don't know that it's just a car thief. You think it's a kid, like, intentionally taking a kid, right? You don't know what, yeah, and nor do you know where your kid is. Right. You don't, you, you, in your your head, you're not thinking that person's going to bring my kid back. That person's got my kid. All you remember are the stories. Molestation, ended up dead at the side of the road. Yep. And then the dude pulls back and, that's what I'm kid. saying. You would, would be, be like, yeah. I, I would be relieved. I would be relieved. Literally, I would be relieved. Yeah. I don't know if would I you, would Would you would just tell the police, like, fuck it, I don't care. I don't care. I don't, I don't know care. If I would report it, for real. I, well, I mean, she already reported it, like, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't know if I would report it because I would be like, dude, you, you really literally saved my life. You could have... You know, I wonder like the no, I else. I wonder. I think she called probably right away, and oh. I I I think that Maybe so the police that, yeah. I think were already probably on. But this is my I don't know. It doesn't say, but my theory is she walks out, she sees the car's gone, she's on nine one one. In that time before the police get there, the he guy brings back, her back, right? Realizes. So. That's why I'm saying at that point, when the police came to talk to me, I'd be like, I don't I care say, about my car. I don't here. care. I'm nothing not pressing charges. Here. I don't want to file a complaint. I'll get it back if it gets back. If you guys find it, you know, like. Clearly a decent man. Right. And right. when I say decent, I mean nothing nefarious. Right. Nothing, I mean, he just took the car. Is took it, a piece of property. It was an opportunity it's of. Insurance. Yeah. Yeah. He could, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would say I, I don't want I just want just tell me if you find the car. That's all I care about. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if you find it abandoned someday, just Give it put to a him. note. I don't care. Put a note in the in the file to notify owner if car is ever found. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. And or just say And submit I'm to insurance car. and just be like car my car's been stolen. Yeah, you know, like I just, yeah, there, I yeah. mean, I, there was a time, I, I did tell you about, I, I don't know if I said it on here where I thought something about my kid when I came home. Oh, no, I don't know if you've talked about it. I mean, I remember when it happened, but I don't know if, I don't know if you talked about it on here. That was like over a year ago, wasn't it? About. I feel so like, I well, yeah, home. it had to be almost over a year ago because, I mean, we've all been, it was COVID. Yeah, because we yeah, were in COVID. COVID and I had to go to work. You, we weren't in COVID, so this oh, was we no. It was when we were. Um, it was in the summertime, I think, though, because I think it was a oh, during a league. Right. It was a league day or something like that. Anyway, because that's, right. that's how I knew about it. Like you, yeah. And so I come home from work. I come home, come in through the garage door, um, and my front door is open, and I'm thinking, huh, interesting. Not thinking much. I close the door, go downstairs, and I'm always used to seeing my kid in front of the TV playing his little video game. Right, because he was home. He was home by himself, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and he ain't there, and I'm screaming, "Kaden, Kay!" Oh shit! Well, <laughs> I'm screaming <laughs> for my kid, right? Uh, nothing nothing i'm checking everywhere nothing and so at what point in that moment like where did your heart start ramping up uh, the minute that he wasn't there in, in front of the tv 
Oh, so like as soon as you walked in the living room and or the the TV room and saw yes. that he wasn't there, you then went. It was empty. You had that like sinking that sinking fear because remember I had to close the front door, right? And then I go down and he's not there, right? That's when I was like, my heart sank, and then I go outside thinking maybe he's outside, but my heart is already, cause we've already had these conversations. You don't leave the house period. Right. 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 And so my heart's already sinking. I, I'm looking around the neighborhood. Ain't nobody there. And then I just like, okay, let me go check this neighbor's house because you know, who knows he might be there. Cause he played, you know, they have a basketball hoop and maybe the kids invited him in there. So let me go. Thank God they weren't there. Cause if, they would have thought I was nuts, but <laughs> they didn't answer. Now my heart is pumping even harder. I'm walking back to my house, dialing up my husband's number. He gets on the phone and I'm like, oh, oh. And I did uh, call my oldest son thinking maybe he came by and maybe they went together. Who knows, right? And just like weren't paying attention and didn't shut the door because that's how kids do. Yeah. Like, oh, I got exactly. it. You exactly. Didn't pull it and make sure it was all the way shut. Yeah. Right. So I call my older son and I said, hey, is he with you? Uh, he goes, no, I'm at work. And I'm thinking, are you joking? Like, and I told him, I said, are you <laughs> don't serious? Fuck with me. Like, You're like, don't, not, yeah, don't not right now. Right now, boy. And he's all, no, I'm at work. <laughs> and I said, okay. So then I call my husband and I'm walking back to the house my heart is get i mean my i literally i am you're in panic you're in panic right oh i'm in panic like you're I'm thinking, panic mode missing children i'm thinking i'm gonna i'm one of this those is this now. is the story of every fucking missing person yes just randomly and, comes home and and yeah yeah and then i'm call my husband and I tell him what's going on. I tell him the front door was open. I can't find him. I don't know where he's at. And Are you, you know, and course, you've already screamed like, his name. Like you million questions. And I'm like, I'm getting off. Cause I got to call the police. Da, 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 da. Did you check? Yes. I'm getting <laughs> off. I got to call the police. But at that point, had you checked any other, other rooms in the house? No, 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 <laughs> I did not. And I'm going to tell you why. Okay. So, I, as I'm saying, I'm screaming now at him, saying, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> you know, I got to get him off my cell phone. <laughs> and when I said that, then I hear a mom. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, uh, you know, what? He's sleeping in my room on my bed. <laughs> He's never, ever been in my room sleeping on the bed. Ever. <laughs> so you My you heart. wouldn't have thought to I would to not look have there. thought to check yeah I checked his room I would never have thought to have checked any other room because he's you know it's either his room the living spaces but here's that room. thing here's the thing about the, the, it, like to me I don't know and again I'm not in that that in the, I wasn't in that situation the panic you know when you're yeah. in panic you're not, but I think that's part of like, remember when we were talking about, we were talking to Alex about, um, home safety, yeah. you know, yeah. and being able to notice that something's off and then clear, clear the house. Right. Yeah. So to yeah. me, th oh, that's no. why I'm like, what, like, 
Again, my, I don't know if I would do I this, but I would you, like to brain, say that I would like, okay, would I'm going to check every I room. Can. I don't give a shit. I'm open every fucking room, seeing who's in yeah. here, because the open door means either somebody is somebody's in there that's not supposed to be, like, did, right. and or, you know, le- yeah, like. It could have been. that. Could, that's the other thing, is that could have been a it. killer still in the fucking house. And I'm like, I, you know. My uh, my focus was finding my kid because then I started thinking maybe somebody came knocking at the door and snatched him, opened it up, and they take him, you know, from the home. You that's where my mind was. This is how the scenario was going. And look at me, and I had already touched evidence and everything else if something nefarious had happened. But I'm telling you. When I saw that kid, it was just a sense of. And what was he like? Like what? What's why are you tripping? Like, what, mom? What's going on? And I'm like, what? The, you know, it's like I wanted to cuss him out, and yet at the same time, and I'm and I realize I want to cuss him out because I want him to know the emotional turmoil I went through playing all the damn scenarios, and I was upset that. I had to play these scenarios in my head all the while he's sleeping in my bed. Which is, did you ever ask him like, why did, what made you go lay down on my bed? Like you've never done that. And he was just like, I don't know. I just wanted to sleep. I just (laughs) fell asleep here. I I was just like, Oh my God. (laughs) I mean, that could have been even more embarrassing had I called the police and reported it. Right. And they, and and they're clearing the, and they're clearing the fucking house. Yeah. And, Open that door and they're like, ma'am, is this your son? Yeah. Is this him? (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because then you know what they would say? Ma'am, you didn't check any of the rooms before you called us? Uh, (laughs) No, I'm telling you, that never, never came into my head. See, you got to get that in your head. The only thing I can tell you is it was a desperation to find him. Yeah, that I think was, that's the that's the thing we were talking about the other day. Is like, how do you keep your senses in those kind of scenarios where you could be aware enough, and then okay, I got to check the rooms first. Let me see if you know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Is like again, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'd like to think that I would, you know, but then when you're in those moments, you just. I mean, all of those damn movies and documentaries. Oh, every bit of that was like a way of a true crime, you know, like from from he was still in the house, but was killed in the house because they came in to rob, didn't think anybody was home and they clock him over the head in in the bedroom, take shit and they're out. Right. You know. Um, yeah. to and, like and, your scenarios, they open, he opens the door and they snatch him and take him from the house that way. Like yes. all of those are scenarios now, of true I crime. Had the training, like you were talking about, yeah. like noticing, Hey, that front door is, uh, I need training. Let me grab my firearm. Right. Let me clear, clear the house. Room out. Yep. Exactly. But, but my, not right now. I'm telling you, no, my focus <laughs> was, if you, uh, if you would have had a gun, you. then it would have been pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I'm telling you, if something would have moved, I would have been. Oh my gosh. 
That's why we need training. That's, that's why, why training. We need training. Yes, that's why we need yep. training. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't ever want to feel that again. Oh, that's bananas. But yeah, so you know, like this lady was oh, probably yeah. in the same kind kind of fight, flight, or freeze. That's why I'm panic. Saying, had that dude brought the car back, I would have just, I would have been more grateful. Yeah. You know, than I would have been upset and angry. Yeah. I know that one for a fact. You, you when think when like kid, the police got the, there, she she was like so stunned. She just like I don't know. He brought him back, but he just you know chewed my ass out for leaving him in the car. I don't know. You know you know like that. Like yeah, she and probably was like stunned. Like you know I like deserving. Of I just that. got you my ass dude? chewed by the man that stole my car, and yeah. yeah. But I'm also fucking thankful you brought him back. Like yeah. All kinds of mixed emotions. Bananas. Oh my goodness. Bananas. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. All right. Well, we're gonna keep it to an hour. We yep. Said. And there we are. We've made it to an hour. A little bit over. So short one. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, keep on listening. We'll keep and on. We'll check on uh, impeachment. What we'll, happens we'll, there? We'll be on impeachment watch <laughs> and uh, Biden and watch. And watches. And uh, yeah, it's everything's changing. Yep. All right. Yep. Until next time. Nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>